0: G'day, guys. Pete here from Aussie English, and today I have a ripper of an episode for you. So, I recently interviewed Sean Dooley from Bird's Life Australia, and I wanted to ask him about how on earth Australia got its bin chicken. So, you guys may have seen this around the traps. You may have seen people with bin chicken tattoos. There are books of bin chickens. People get stickers of bin chickens and chuck them on their cars. The bin chicken, the white ibis in Australia, is a big part now of Australian culture. But did you know that the reason that it is now the bin chicken, where it pulls food out of bins, steals your, you know, barbecue off your plate while you're having a lunch out with your family in Sydney, it does that because of us. We created that behaviour and we spread it around the country. Anyway, I'm about to chat with Sean about how this happened. It is an interesting story. It is fascinating. So, buckle in and let's get started. (laughs) The last sort of question I had for you that had just come to mind was when you were mentioning the, the the Aussie bin chicken, you know the the I don't think not straw-necked ibis, right? Just the white ibis or the yeah, the white ibis, the white ibis. That's the bin chicken. Why are they only really bin chickens in Sydney and Brisbane? Because I've never seen them. I mm. believe they're the same species down in Victoria here as the ones that are in um, Sydney and and Brisbane, but they don't seem to have that same behaviour of raiding bins. Yes, so they well, seem to be is- much cleaner down here. <laughs>
1: Well, this is this is a fantastic story actually and it shows how birds we always think of them as almost like automatons that just act on instinct. But this shows that even a bird like the ibis that people regard as quite primitive has a culture um, and and can learn behaviors. Where we think the the bin feeding came from was actually it originated in Victoria but in one place at hillsville zoo
0: in really? the
1: east of melbourne um in the 1950s and 60s they released they had ibis wandering the ground and they're still there but they, they would clip the wings and they, they were quite, considered quite exotic and so it was part of the zoo experience and those birds came to know that they could get food out of rubbish bins they could get food off barbecue plates <laughs> off people's picnicking thing and they still do that at hillsville but <laughs> Birds are the descendants of those of the birds originally released there, and even though they're free flying around Hillsville, they stay at Hillsville. In the in the nineteen seventies, uh, Taronga Zoo in Sydney and also Currumbin Bird Sanctuary in the Gold Coast, they took birds from Hillsville, they exchanged them, and they had them in their grounds. Those we Grew out like their wings were clipped. The, the wings grew out and they flew off. And they or and wild birds were attracted in during drought years and things like that. And they mingled with wild birds and created these new populations that started breeding around those areas. And they inherited, or, or they continued those foraging behaviours, getting food from human sources. So. As, the, as more birds came in from the Murray-Darling seeking drought refuge, they mingled and they learnt that as well. So you get these populations of the, what we call the bin chicken now, centred mainly in Sydney uh, and also the Gold Coast. And I think they've got that behaviour now in Brisbane. But essentially, it's become like a cultural behaviour of, of those populations of ibis.
0: That's <laughs> astonishing, right? That's astonishing yeah. because it's kind of like it's something that humans have imparted, this cultural um, behavior, foraging behaviour on these animals. <coughs> They've moved around the country and it may end up being something that's like a positive selection pressure for them where now they're going to know, you know, when there's drought and everything or when there's, you know, scarcity of food that they can just go and raid bins and the species may survive better in human interaction than it would have otherwise. Because the ones down here, you only see them at the beach or in Swan Bay or in farms and stuff. They don't tend to be raiding bins and everything. So, uh, yeah, I was always like, what the hell? Mm. It's just a bizarre story.
1: And interestingly, there's also uh, studies showing that they've done blood samples and things of the, of the ibis and their chicks and also their eggs in Sydney. And, and it turns out, on the one hand, they're, they're sort of sacrificing an abundance of food yep. or they're sacrificing living in the cities and they get an abundance of food. But the actual health of the birds, is not; they're, they're not as in good condition as birds in the natural state. So it's a it's an interesting trade off that they're doing. They're basically, you know, the junk food is affecting them. Um but I think I think it means that they have a higher nesting success in in the city, but the, yeah. but the long term health of the chicks is not as good.
0: That's amazing. Alright, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you found it uh, fruitful, interesting, full of Australian culture and information and everything like that. I'm Pete, your host from Aussie English, and if you want to learn Australian English, culture, history, news and current affairs, head over to the website, aussieenglish.com.au, download the podcast app. Just search for Aussie English Podcast in the Android or Apple App Store and also check out my courses and other memberships if you are working on your Australian English. Anyway, thank you for joining me and I'll see you next time.